and you're listening to my favorite talk show, the BG show with Aditya. Every year, like clockwork, there begins a debate in the circles of various federal agencies in India which are monitoring pollution and other related activities. The impact of pollution in the capital city and the regions surrounding it. And this superficial debate happens every year like clockwork in the months of October and November, which means that we designate the pollution as severe, poor, emergency, and then mass pandemonium is caused by these agencies and everyone who is a part of this pseudo pollution discussion then these very agencies go on the overdrive along with various administration and start banning things so by default and design construction activities generators are banned in the capital city and the areas surrounding it then the objection comes that if the construction activities are stopped then future buildings will not be made and if diesel generators are stopped then various neighborhoods and various gated colonies would lose the access to electricity because of their administration's failure to provide them a non-generator dependent electricity supply then another debate ensues like clockwork our lifestyle should we use public transport or our own private transport while this was happening and would go unnoticed every year this year the question comes if the pollution won't get you then the virus will or vice versa so as always to placate a few individuals we start questioning our lifestyle diseases we ask a few celebrities who to keep up the publicity stunts say that yes we should travel less in this polluted and virus like atmosphere we should look at how we travel what is essential travel what is non essential travel and the charade goes on and on and on without stopping but now what will happen once the weather clears once winter starts receding at the end of january and once the aqi comes down to poor this superficial pseudo discussion will be locked up and the rest of the months the authorities will do nothing so that every year in october november we don't have to come to this situation if the issue is diesel generator sets and provide electricity without the use of diesel generator sets what do you do for the other 10 months if you have to come to a pseudo discussion every year in october november once the winter starts coming the pandemonium already caused by the emergence of the virus and now the double whammy of the pollution and the virus puts federal agencies and the citizens alike in a tough spot with terminologies like essential and non essential travel becoming a part of the publicity stunt of various celebrities 
how gullible individuals are it becomes clear but the idea is this two month superficial discussion just because the air goes bad in a matter of minutes and fluctuates between poor severe and emergency according to whatever numbers they have been set to it is and will always be superficial but what has captured individuals interest due to various reasons and we know what the reasons are so i shall not go into details are the matter of banning of firecrackers what should not be a sensitive issue of banning crackers has become sensitive due to a few fringe organizations who do nothing throughout the year but look for such things where they can button and cry foul over matters which do not influence anybody it's not whether the crackers are banned or not it's the terminology ban which is the incorrect term instead of using the term ban the authorities could have said we leave it to the discretion of the citizens they could have said the proof is in the pudding and in this matter the proof is in the air so whether you want to burst firecrackers is up to the citizens because whenever a term ban is used or whenever something is banned by the administrations and the authorities we all know what the residual effect is and then of course the question is will i burst crackers well i won't not just because of this pseudo pollution debate and this superficial pollution pandemonium which is created two months a year i will do it because of the air pollution and the noise pollution but i won't tell others not to do it or to do it i will leave it to the discretion and the wisdom of others if you want to burst it do it at your own risk i won't tell you if it's wrong or right the proof is in the pudding and in this matter the proof is in the air the virus pollution double whammy and the ensuing pandemonium caused by it is nothing more than a tempest in a teapot the finals of the 20 over domestic world cup was in one word to be described as a damn squid whether it was the men's finals or the women's finals with external factors in focus more than the sport and how the players and the match officials were living in literal house arrest conditions or what is called the bio bubble conditions which dominated the conversation more than the tournament itself it meant one thing that even the international 20 over world cup could have been organized but it's a universal truth that the indian cricket board and its bullying nature dominated it forced the international cricket council to cancel or postponed the world cup and they organized this domestic tournament and all the emotions associated with a domestic team winning its 
fifth championship or an international team winning its maiden championship on one hand there was a team which was called the youngest in the tournament and an inexperienced team well i do not agree with that i will come on to that later on the other hand was a team which had won its fifth tournament a team whose collective experience is more than 1000 matches or more than 10020 over matches and more than 1000 international matches if you look at it in details a team which was called inexperience that is the delhi team but what defines inexperience what defines young because the captain is 25 and a half years old and they have played less than 100 matches so they are young such nomenclatures and monikers don't impress me any more and then of course the constant rhetoric of this tournament being called the best in the world well if the match officials and all the stakeholders involved would not call it the best tournament in the world and with all the arrogance and the attitude associated with the nature of this tournament then these very individuals would be fired for going off script so they have to say again and again because it is part of the script it is an important part of their livelihood and they are employed by organizations whose attitude is also a part of this they have to say it is the best tournament in the world or else they would lose their contract or be fired from their respective positions but then that's the nature of such tournaments the stakeholders involved the money pumped in the multiple sponsors associated with it the arrogance of hosting such a tournament that we did something which no other tournament has been able to do and how they conveniently ignored that this restart of this sport or any other sport came from england it was england who had the audacity to start this but everybody ignored that but coming back to the match both the finals which were a damp squib the women's final going by a script you scored 120 and the chances of winning the match exponentially increase on a ratio of 10 is to 0 or 9 is to 1 because whenever a women's team scores a certain score you have to add 50 because it's always plus 50 with respect to the men's score so when the finals of the women's match happened and team a scored the respective run they scored around 120 team b was unable to chase it and the most interesting part is and especially this would be a shocker for those who haven't watched women's matches it doesn't mean you have to follow the women's matches you just have to look at how the women's match follows a certain script they scored 50 runs in 6 overs and then the next 15 overs they only scored 60 runs they completely go into a shell and then of course when you have spinners who are bowling at 50 kilometers an hour which is lower than the speed limit in a country the graph just goes down and then 
team B was unable to chase despite scoring one run per ball. They made it look like as if they were chasing 170 and not 120. But that is the nature of a women's match. And that has been accepted over the years. Though I don't accept the attitude of the women when they play in such a cavalier manner and they accept the fact that 120 is good enough because the external factors also start discussing this. Is 120 good? Will it be difficult to chase? And then the external conversations by the stakeholders and the pseudo-stakeholders involved, they also add to this conversation about women's matches where 120 is good and if you score 170, the game is done even before you start chasing. On the other hand, the men's side, 160 isn't enough. And when Delhi scored 161, thought that it would be an exciting match. Wickets would fall. It would go to the last over. It would look like a final, maybe reminiscent of the 2019 World Cup or many other such finals of such tournaments. In the end, the chasing team, Bombay, chased it down comfortably. And then the gap comes up between the runners-up and the winners. Even if you make it to the final of a tournament, whether you are in a singles competition or a team competition, if you lose even by the barest of margins, the team winning who wins the trophy is the superior team. And then you start talking about how experienced they are, what kind of attitude they have, the familial environment they have created, which has been created by the team management and the individuals who have pumped a lot of money into this. And this rhetoric goes on and on. And after a while, it does become boring. But when you have won five titles, then of course, there is a moment of respect for the team. Then as by design or default in this tournament, every year they start giving out multiple trophies like the most valuable player, the player with the maximum success, the player with the maximum wickets, the player with the maximum runs, the emerging player to show that we are a dominant tournament. We are the only tournament who give out such multiple awards and we recognize them. And the way we do it, no other tournament can. And then came the most important conversation. Will this tournament happen with a packed house, a house packed to the rafters next year? Will the Indian Cricket Board decide that conditions in their own hometown are safe enough? Or will they once again shift the tournament outside? Well, if you ask me, I would rather have the tournament in Dubai because it was well organized. The timings were correct. The grounds were in good condition compared to the dilapidated conditions. The Indian grounds look, every time you look at them, they look like as if you are in a place which is packed to the sardines. Forget the spreading of the virus. That's a different question. So I don't Mind if the tournament is scheduled every year outside India, maybe around this time. But next year, there will be a lot of international tournaments around this time. 
so should it be organized in india or outside india well that depends on a lot of factors but if you ask me and the heat not withstanding it should be organized outside india this song is for all the negatives out there to keep that trap shut and just chill masti bhari raat hai soni kudiyo ka bhi saath hai o jeene ka le le maza o darne ki kya baat hai na 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 nare 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 na 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 nare nare na 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 nare 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 na 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 nare nare na जाने या जाने खुदा हम मिल के ना होंगे जुदा तू मेरी मैं तेरा सदा हे हो ना ना हमसे खफा ना 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 नारे 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 ना ना नारे नारे ना 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 नारे 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 ना ना नारे नारे ना मैं डर दी रब रब कर दी रे मैं डर दी रब 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 मैं डर दी रब रब कर दी रे मैं डर दी रब रब मैं डर दी रब रब कर दी कि लोग कहे चूई मु चूई मुई चूई मुई अप मस्तानी तेरी चढ़ दी जवानी रुके कहे तेन अंख मिला ओ मैं डर दी रब रब कर दी बे मैं डर दी रब 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 ओ मैं डर दी रब रब कर दी रे मैं डर दी रब रब मैं डर दी रब रब कर दी कि लोग कहें चूई मुई चूई मुई चूई मुई चूई मुई चूई मुई चूई मुई ओ साडे रहोगे तो ऐश करोगे जिंदे ते सारे मजे कैश करोगे साडे रहोगे तो ऐश करोगे जिंदे ते सारे मजे कैश करोगे साडे हे हे साडे हे हे साडे हे हे साडे सच बोल ना है मना लब खोल ना है मना दोनों वाली छुरी ये दुनिया है सबसे बुरी ना 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 नारे 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 ना 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 नारे नारे ना 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 नारे 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 ना 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 नारे नारे ना ओ साडे रहोगे तो ऐश करोगे जिंदे ते सारे मजे कैश करोगे साडे रहोगे तो ऐश करोगे जिंदे सारे मजे कैश करोगे साडे होए हुए साडे होए हुए साडे होए हुए साडे ओ मस्ती भरी रात है ओ सोनी कुड़ियों का भी साथ है ओ जीने का ले ले मजा डरने की क्या बात है ना 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 नारे 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 ना 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 नारे नारे ना 
जिंदगी दे सारे मजे कैश करोगे साडे नहोगे तो ऐश करोगे जिंदगी दे सारे मजे कैश करोगे साडे न नारे 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 tonight's second song is for the same group of pessimistic people aha chiknak chiknak chikna aha chiknak 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 aha chiknak 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 aha chiknak chiknak tanja miya chado yari changi miyo ishq mari ना चक्के कुछ भी पल्ले हो गई तू पल्ले पल्ले हो जाएगी बल्ले बल्ले बड़े बिन मतलब दे ऐना पंग्या दे बिच पैना शब्द चक्कर दे बिच नींद गवा के लेना जावे जो प्यार तो पल्ले कुछ नहीं होने ना अखिया दो पुराने चार पल्ले कुछ नहीं हो रहे ना से तेरे खो जाने रोए खले खले रोना बेबे खले खले हो गई तेरी बल्ले बल्ले हो जाएगी बल्ले बल्ले दो दिन हुंडे यारू मंगरू फसदा बोंदा है छोड़िया दे ले प्यार तो खेल तमाशा हुंदा है दूजा मिल जाए यार तो फिर नहीं पूछते पिक जाए घर बार तो फिर ए नहीं पूछते जंदी बारी के चांद ने ओके सजना चले चले ओके सजना चले चले हो गई तेरी बल्ले बल्ले हो जाएगी बल्ले बल्ले आई पेल्ड बिनीथ माई टैन हु जीव्स मिसेस ट्रेवर्स सर प्रिसाइसली वॉट आई हैड feared it was as i have indicated an easy drive from totletas to brinkley court and in his exhilarated state gussy would no doubt have kept a firm foot on the accelerator and given the machine all the gas at his disposal i presume that he and girlfriend must have just arrived and that this telephone call was aunt dahelia what the helling knowing how keenly the old being resented being the recipient of anything in the nature of funny business into which category gussie's butting in uninvited with his m in attendance would unquestionably fall i brace myself for the coming storm 
with as much fortitude as I could muster. You might say, of course, that his rash act was no fault of mine and had nothing to do with me, but it's practically routine for aunts to blame nephews for everything that happens. It seems to be what nephews are for. It was only by an oversight I have always felt that my aunt Agatha omitted to hold me responsible a year or two ago when her son Young Thos nearly got sacked from the scholastic institution which he attains for breaking out at night in order to go and shy for coconuts at the local amusement park. How did she seem, Jeeves? Sir, did she give you the impression that she was splitting a gusset? Not particularly, sir. Miss Travis's voice is always robust. Would there be any reason why she should be splitting the gusset to which you refer? You bet there would. No time to tell you now, but the skies are darkening and the air is full of V-shaped depressions of the coast of Iceland. I am sorry, sir, nor are you the only one. Who was the fellow or fellows? For I believe there was more than one who went into the burning, fiery furnace. Tadarak, Mesahak and Abadengano, sir. That's right. The names were on the tip of my tongue. I read about them when I won my scripture knowledge prize at school. Well, I know just how they must have felt. On the Hilia, I said, for I had now reached the instrument. I had been expecting to have my ear scorched with well-chosen words. But to my surprise, she seemed in merry mood. There was no suggestion of recrimination in her voice. Hello there, you young menace to Western civilization. She boomed. How are you? Still ticking over? To a certain extent. And you? I'm fine. Did I interrupt you in the middle of your tenth cocktail? My third, I corrected. I usually stay steady at two, but pop. Basse insisted on replenishing my glass. He is a bit above himself at the moment and very much the master of the revels. I wouldn't put it past him to have an ox roasted hole in the marketplace if he can find an ox. Stinko is he? Not perhaps Stinko, but certainly effervescent. Well, if you can suspend your drunken orgy for a minute or two, I'll tell you the news from home. I got back from London a quarter of an hour ago and what do you think I found waiting on the mat? That newet collecting freak, Spink Bottle, accompanied by a girl who looks like a Pekingese with freckles. For more awesome content, tune in to the next episode of the weekly show with Aditya. For more awesome content, tune in to the next episode of the weekly show with Aditya.